This is VH Snack. And we're back, and we're ready to VH Snack. Man, it's been a minute. It has been a minute, Josh. Yeah, yeah. I'm Phil. That's Josh over there, and we are back at uh at Josh's place. Yeah, the, that's right. uh, the cleanest VHS collector in the game. Maybe it's always I mean, just so tidy and cozy over here, man. I really, I really like recording here. I really love that you love it. I try to keep it cozy, you know. So I'm glad that you enjoy it, my friend. And I think if people have been listening, they know that uh, my house is pretty tidy and cozy, and they can come over anytime they want all right open invitation cool yeah i guess maybe i shouldn't have done that but that's all right yeah you gotta let me house sit this place again yeah dude when you came back from you know your last trip almost stopped you at the door i was like nah listen man i live here now and now you have to find somewhere else this is my house now yeah yeah (laughs) i guess you're moving in but no yeah it's been a while i'm really glad to be back in the vh saddle and uh, we are talking about an absolute classic today ace ventura from 1994 yeah. Wow. I mean, it was uh, kind of a toss-up between this and Dumb and Dumber. I mean, I think Ace Ventura is the answer, though. Yeah. You got you to start from the beginning, right? Yeah. And this was pretty like much the catapult of his you know, rise to fame, as it were. If it wasn't for In Living Color, where he was doing Fire Marshal Bill and things like that, where he got on everybody's television, where he got picked up for syndication, Ace Ventura just blew up the theater, man. So... Did you see this in theaters? I don't think so. I think in in 94, I was like nine. So I did not see it in the theater. I don't, I don't recall. I remember renting it a lot. I remember it being on cable a lot. Yeah. Um, This movie was everywhere, dude. I mean, Jim Carrey was probably the most popular comedian on the planet at this time. Yeah, I'd say so. I mean, one of, if not. And he was just everywhere and he was well liked by everybody. He was obviously hilarious. He was creating coining phrases left and right. A lot of which came from this movie. A lot, which I heard in the halls of my elementary and middle school. Can we talk about this for a second? Sure. Because dude, like loser and like everything like that was just echoing through my, my middle school. Like it, it took over. It became what humor was a little bit. Like it, 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 it's just, it just saturated everything. I'm glad that you had that same experience, man, because it certainly happened to me. Things like yummy and all that other stuff. Like it's, it still resounds today. I still do it. You know, I'll throw out a holy testicle Tuesday. <laughs> I still holy use shit. Balls. Holy shit balls is definitely <laughs> something I still say. So, I mean, that's the thing is like I think, you know, because this came out in 94 and it was still bounding around for years after that. And when I was like 10 to 12, 13, even 14 into my teens, I think it influenced my comedy too, like the way my humor and the way I acted and, and all that kind of stuff. I mean, he's just so fun. It's like infectious, like how goofy he is. And it kind of just gives you a good feeling. It did then and it does now. And when I watched this movie, it was same feelings. So... Yeah, yeah, great to revisit it. Yeah, remember when we took our little road trip to the VHS swap in April mm-hmm. last year? We were like, let's do a VH snacking on the road. We got yeah. time to kill. Uh, so we recorded like basically an hour on my iPhone mounted to my dash. And uh, it didn't turn out so well. There was like some 
audio issues. It was basically unlistenable. Yeah, that's a, that's that's a but that's, that's in the back. Yeah, well, I, you know. but we talked a lot about Jim Carrey movies, and we both realized that we're both not big fans of The Mask. Yeah, I don't know what it is. I think that movie just doesn't hit for me. I know there's Same. a people that love that movie, and I totally get it. And they really did push that movie. They had like a cartoon. They had action figures, etc. And I think it's the CGI, man. I think the CGI kind of just like... Yeah, I saw uh, some clips of it yesterday just to kind of revisit it. And uh, yeah, I mean, for 94, not bad VFX, but today it's like, oof. So was the mask directly after Ace Ventura? Um, It was Ace Ventura, Dumb and Dumber, and then the mask, I believe. And it's crazy to think that, like, in 95, he did Batman Forever. Oh, yeah, as the Riddler. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he was a good Riddler. I enjoyed it. Batman Forever, not the greatest movie in the world, but not a bad one. I haven't seen it in a long time. I mean, it's... I haven't seen it in a long time either, but I I don't remember hating it. Was that the Val Kilmer one? Um, Or George Clooney? I I think Batman Forever is... Sorry, Batman fans. Yeah, it's Val Kilmer. So, I mean, it's got to be Val Kilmer. But yeah, I mean, to think that he did Ace Ventura, The Mask, and Dumb and Dumber in one year, mm-hmm. that's mind-blowing to me. I felt like Dumb and Dumber was like 95, 96, but I, I guess I'm wrong. Well, while I have his uh, filmography pulled up here, let's yeah. uh, run down the list real quick and kind of give our, our thoughts on him. Yeah, let's do it. Ace Ventura, When Nature Calls. I mean, 1995. I, I love this sequel. I think that sequel absolutely rules. You talk about things that like, you know, echo in your brain and stuff like Bumblebee Tuna. I was yeah. walking around school saying Bumblebee Tuna to everybody. Yeah. Your balls are showing. <laughs> I mean, who hasn't said that once in their life? Like out of context, like totally non sequitur. I mean, it's it's just nails it. So I remember when that movie came out to the video stores, um, we had to like ask the lady that worked behind the counter like hey whenever this tape comes in you hold it and call us and my mom will be down there in like five minutes to get it and it we waited and waited and finally we got the call because we would it would always be checked out yeah i mean everybody was trying to get that movie and yeah i mean that's awesome though that they would hold it for you yeah right because I mean, how far did you live from the video store? Was it? Was I it mean, far? maybe five, ten minutes. Oh yeah, there you go. A one video, R.I.P. But that's yeah, you know, upside A one video. <laughs> I feel you. So I mean, that's incredible. That th- just think about that. that. Like you had to call your video store and be like, please, yeah, do not rent this I'm out. Begging you, save that movie for me. I need to rent <laughs> I, this movie. I need it. It, it, it really felt like that, right? You're yeah. like, dude, if I don't if I don't get the rent Ace Ventura when, when Nature Calls, everybody's going to be able to see it. I can't see it. I just I can't be part of the conversation. Like, I need to see this movie. Like, that was the urgency, you know? And I, I think that's beautiful. I yeah. think that's really fun, you know? Yeah. And um, even though the sequel is more like, it's basically the wacky Jim Carrey show. Right. And there's nothing wrong with that. Um, I, I would dare to say there's everything right with that. I mean, it's that, yeah. it's what that's what the people wanted, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're right. And the rhino birthing scene is the funniest thing out of both of these movies. I mean, that is probably my number one moment. I mean, it yeah. is just so iconic. And I mean, there's just, you know, memes and there people have made lapel pins and T-shirts and hats. And it's, it's just incredible. Yeah. I want a painting of that moment. You see what like, I'm saying? Put it on like, my wall. It yeah. just it encapsulates 
all that, you know? So I totally get it. Yeah, that rhino birthing scene, A+++++. plus plus plus. And then after that, we got the cable guy, 96. I Underrated. Think that's become a kind of a cult classic. Mm-hmm. Um, a little too weird for its time. I think it took a lot of people by surprise, but... It's hold, just hold skin, Stephen. What's that? It's just skin, Stephen. <laughs> the password is nipple. <laughs> <laughs> In the medieval times scene, dude. It made me want to go to medieval times. I know that. So, uh, yeah, Cable Guy, excellent. Loved it. Uh, Liar, Liar. Same director as Ace Ventura. Excellent movie. I I mean, I'm a huge Jim Carrey fan, which I'm sure you'll come to find uh, within this podcast. But, and um, I mean, Liar, Liar is awesome. I mean, again, he's he's like infinitely quotable. He has so many characters that are infinitely quotable. I got to revisit that one. It's been a been a minute since I watched it, but I do love that movie. I've had better. It's probably one of my favorite scenes. He's like brushing his teeth and he's like, I've had better. Like you just can't believe the he said God it. Goddamn pen is blue. Royal blue. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's a genius. I mean uh, the nineties I mean, he owned the nineties, dude. Yeah, he really did, just looking at this filmography, which takes us to ninety eight, the Truman Show great movie i love it too i mean it's i think it started to show his dynamic a little more mm-hmm. you know what i mean i think this was the movie where obviously there's more emotional drama inside of it than anything else he's ever done yeah um inside of his fame so i thought this that's a real turning point for his career i thought it was really cool yeah i saw it again a couple months ago mm-hmm. very good movie mm-hmm. uh man on the moon i'm not sure if i've ever I've watched it all the way through once. I, I mean, I'm not the biggest Andy Kaufman. Well, I wouldn't even say fan. I just, I don't know of him very well. I mean, this is a weird one for him. Yeah. And I think it's very divisive among Jim Carrey fans, Kaufman fans, film fans in general. Um, I'm lukewarm on it. I think that his performance and his method is incredible in it, but I yeah. don't know if it really lands like it should. Have you ever seen the documentary about the making of that movie? No, but I know there is one. It's really good. I want to say it's on Netflix. Um, It basically just follows him behind the scenes and he's fully in character Mm -hmm. to the point where he's annoying the shit out of people and there's like fights and stuff. I mean, it's it's a must watch if you're a Jim Carrey fan. And you don't know the name of it, the doc? Uh, I don't. I'm I sure mean, if you just Google, yeah, I'm sure if you Google, Man on the Moon documentary, it'll pop up. But that's where I heard it is that you know because he was completely method with it, and just that documentary talking about it, and other people talking about it is just is a very strange time for him in a strange movie. So, me, myself, and Irene. This is where I fall off a little I, bit. I like this movie. I think it's uh, his return to the Fairly Brothers. Yeah. I don't know. It's got a lot of really funny moments. It's very wacky, of course, but uh, I do like it. I don't get it. me wrong. I don't mean fall off like I don't like Jim Carrey anymore. It's just like it's not as stone cold classic as the other ones to me. Sure, you know what I mean. It doesn't have the same nostalgia mm-hmm. because I think this is into the two thousands, right? Yeah, two thousand. Yeah. What's the matter, sweetie? Little extra cheese on the taco. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I haven't seen that one as much too. So uh, it's good. Um, and I'll just do a few more just to move it along. But of course, you have the Grinch. I mean, 
classic role there. Absolutely, yeah. He Apparently, is the Grinch, the, yeah. Uh, makeup that he had to wear was just a nightmare and he was practically suffocating yeah and the contacts and all that kind of stuff yeah. were really brutal i read yeah it's got to be a lot i mean I, I bet he woke up at like 4 a.m just to go sit in a chair for three or four hours and uh, yeah and only for 25 million dollars man jeez. yeah i'm I kidding mean, i don't really know how much money he made but let's be real here probably more than that who knows at that point yeah maybe uh I like Bruce Almighty. I think it's a good watch. Doesn't have that same classic uh, nostalgic factor, but I'll just do a couple more. Actually, one of my favorite movies that he's done um, in a long time is I Love You, Philip Morris. Have you ever seen that? I have not seen I Love You, Philip Morris. It is really good. I think I've watched it like at least 10 times. Really? Then I'll have to check it out. Yeah, it's really good. It's based on a true story. Um Look it up if you haven't seen it, folks. And and no, it doesn't have anything to do with smoking or anything. That's just the name of his uh, <laughs> his boyfriend in the movie that he falls in love with while he's in prison because he's a con man. And it's a really, really good movie. Uh, and, of course, the best movie he's ever done, Dumb and Dumber 2. Wow. I mean, just mm. uh, cap it off here. <laughs> I, I, I don't even know if I've ever seen Dumb and Dumber 2, dude. Dude, I I heard it was horrible. I watched it just because, I mean, Dumb and Dumber is like one of my favorite movies. So I was like, okay, I have to watch this. And boy, it was rough. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, <laughs> not a glowing recommendation, but maybe I'll check it out anyway. I also hear, just to top this off, I hear a lot of people say Mr. Popper's Penguins is an excellent film. I've never watched it. I've never watched it either, but I hear a lot of people say that it's one of their favorite performances from him and that it's it's really, really great. Hmm. So perhaps I should take that advice and watch it. But shall we rewind back to Ace Ventura? Pet Let's Detective? And in a replay. Oh my God. <laughs> one of my favorite parts, dude. He's so good in it. Ace Ventura, where did we start with this one, Josh? I mean, I grew up watching it. I think it yeah. was in everybody's head and everybody's world. Like we said, it was just one of the most ubiquitous comedies and one of the most, you know, he was just everywhere. I mean, Jim yeah. Carrey was taking over the world in the 90s, you know, as far as, you know, comedy and film and things like that. So, and, you know, much to the delight of everyone, I, I think he was one of the most likable comedians, you know, at the time and... You just wanted to see that dude win, and he was hilarious. You know, he made you feel good. Belly laughs. You know, and this movie still has all that for me. I'd be curious for someone to watch Ace Ventura right now that had never seen it. Hmm. There has to be a VH snacker out there that's never seen Ace Ventura Pet Detective. We want you to watch this movie after you listen and write back to us because we're just going to cheerlead cheerlead this movie the entire time so be forewarned but <laughs> this movie is hilarious to preach me. it brother josh I, it is it's just <laughs> it's so fun all right so we're gonna do you want to just go what well, you what about when you were younger is that the same feeling for you as it was everywhere and yeah of course i mean i just watch this all the time i i feel like i had it on vhs mm-hmm. um or i just rented it all the time or it was on tv a lot I don't know, but it's just burned into my brain. It's just a part of my childhood. I definitely had it on tape. Definitely played full retail price for this baby when it came out. <laughs> oh, um, is that the uh, same tape that you got in your room over there? I don't know anymore. To be honest hmm. with you, it might still be at my parents' house in the basement, my original copy. But that copy that I have, 
uh, does has the uh, UPC cut off of it for some reason. So it must have been a promo or somebody was trying to do something weird with it. But that's the copy that I got signed by. By Tex Cobb. Tex Cobb. The guy that uh, you see at the very beginning of the movie where Jim Carrey brings the package to him. Did you notice that the door... 311? It's 311. Yeah, of course Of I course did. you noticed <laughs> that the, the apartment number is 311. I may or may not have listened to a couple of 311 songs on the way over here. I don't know. I can't, I, I can't confirm it. I mean, I feel like you did. So, I mean, that's that's awesome, though, man. I love that you when just... I saw that door number, I was like, oh, man, I could already hear Josh asking me about this. You knew it was coming. <laughs> I mean, how could I not, right? Yeah. So, but Tex Cobb, yes, I did meet him. When I was working for a university in Philadelphia, he was also working there. Um, he was working at the university? He was working at the university. Doing what? Uh, he was part of uh, uh, the maintenance crew. Okay. So, he would, you know, care for all the buildings and things like that, and... Uh, plumbing and various various things sure and um somebody came up to me at work and they're like hey man you're a big fan of movies right and i was like i am and he's like do you know tex cobb and i was like uh it rings a bell he's like and he starts saying all the movies he's in, he was in and describing him and i was mm-hmm. like oh man yes i do know this guy yeah he's like well he's walking around campus you're gonna meet him eventually so i was in my building one day and he was coming in and there was a maintenance request out and then Tex Cobb comes walking in. Damn. And I'm just like, oh my God. Here he, he's is, a big guy, right? Pretty big guy. I mean, he was older, so like, you know, he shrunk down a little bit, but he used to, he was a professional boxer. Dude, his boxing career is insane. It's incredible. I, yeah. Dude. He that dude was in like some wars. I mean, like beating the absolute shit out of each other, bloodied wars, you know. And he looks like an old boxer. He's kind of like he's big but he's like a little worn down he's older right he's like much older at this point hey the last thing to leave is uh the punching power so those dudes can be like 80 something and still knock your ass out oh dude so, i mean you could tell yeah you could tell and like you could tell that he's like taking some hits and because i believe he showed up to the set for ace ventura with two black eyes yeah you can see that he has black eyes it's not makeup yeah and then the director said like probably just from a bar fight the night before or something perhaps or maybe i mean but this dude so sweet nicest dude super friendly but he had this laugh man and he had this laugh that like he's such a character like he would say really funny stuff very very like humorous but his laugh was just like ah 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 And I don't know if that's his real laugh or like what, but like he would do it all. He would say like, hey, Josh, is your day going okay? I'm like, I'm all good. I'm all groovy. He's like, groovy. Ah, (laughs) ah, ah, ah. That's awesome. It was funny. Hey, man, you should have, uh, you should call him up. I don't know if he's still around, man. And uh, get some boxing tips from him. Yeah, I should. Because Josh is going to be in a boxing match. Yes, Josh is going to be in a boxing match. Won't you tell the good people about that while we're on the topic? Oh, man. I don't even know if I can talk about this right now, but I'm going to anyway. But uh, I'm going to Fantastic Fest in Austin, Texas uh, later this month. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to be boxing Tim League. I don't know if he still owns Alamo Drafthouse or what his position is there, but when I know. He's uh, challenged me to a debate and a boxing match. A debate on what? 
if VHS is still a viable format. Oh, okay. So he's going to get you all fired up. Oh, I'm going to be super fired up, dude. I'm already fired up about it. Yeah. You're going to get me. I'm, I'm going to get, you know, I already, I have filmed a, a shit talk video and everything, dude. Like I filmed a shit talk video where like I'm acting like a nineties wrestler, like one of those nineties wrestling <laughs> promos. Hopefully that gets released sometime soon. What are the dates for this event? I think it's the 24th. Okay. I think. 24th. Yeah. Well, I'll have to post that video up What's when the event happens. And he, we're boxing at midnight? Like, why am I boxing you at midnight? I midnight. guess he's trying to wear me down or something. Ooh, a little trash talk early from Schaefer. I mean, I'm going to trash talk the shit out of Tim. <laughs> all right, because first of all, why? Why? Have you seen me? Like, I mean, like, have you seen Tim League? Like, this is, it's going to be a bloodbath. Yeah. And by the way, guys, uh, somebody's cutting Josh's yard outside right now so you might hear a little lawnmower in the background i don't know yeah my neighbor my neighbor's really nice he cuts my grass um nice guy did not realize he's going to be cutting my grass today yeah we were like just talking earlier and we hear (laughs) like oh shit yeah so if you hear all this that's why there isn't much we can do about it so we apologize maybe they don't hear anything at all and they're like why are you guys talking about this then we'll just cut all this out and it never mattered anyway. That's true. Well, yeah. good luck on your boxing match. Thank you very um, much. I wish I could fly up there with you and like be in your corner and you know give you advice. Like, get up, Josh. Come <laughs> oh, on. Oh man, I'm gonna give it my all, man. And it, let's be honest here, we're not really gonna kick the shit out of each other. Like this is just for fun. But man, I'm gonna make him sorry he ever challenged me. Oh. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah, I got my even my theme song. To come out. What's your theme? My entrance song. Well, he hates Rat. The band Rat. Is it Round and Round? No, it's Lay It Down. Oh. That ought to confuse him really good. Yeah. Oh, that's a... And you should point at him when you're in the the ring and say, I'm about to lay you down. Yeah, I'm already doing that. I already got that down. Yeah, you're with it. You're with it, dude. But it should be fun. I mean, like, it's, it's an honor to go out there and do that and have a lot of fun and... I'll be at Fantastic Fest and seeing a lot of amazing movies and premieres and being around a lot of cool people. So I'm very excited for that. Well, I'm excited for you. Thanks, buddy. All right, Josh. So uh, do you want to do the honors? It is your snack today. It is. So uh, why don't you go ahead and throw out your favorite moments from Ace Ventura? Man, there's a lot. I mean, come on. Let's be honest here. This movie is just one string of iconic one-liners and belly laughs. Like, I mean... It's like when you have multiple pets you love, you just yeah. can't pick your favorites. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I know what yeah. You mean. Well, I'll do my best. <laughs> so it. here's a small detail. And I guarantee I was not high earlier today, but I did notice this small detail. When they go past the motel sign and it says no air conditioning, but the no is in spray paint. Oh, I did. I did see that. I love that. I'm like, man, that's <laughs> way to, to dress the the scene there that's pretty excellent um, and i tried to read the marquee of the theater down the street but there was nothing uh of e- note really it was just a few made-up titles i think yeah i feel like it was pretty obscured if i was anything. hoping there'd be like some little easter eggs in there or something mm. like once bitten oh that'd be good <laughs> that would be right cool. yeah once bitten's one we didn't mention because because it comes before this but once bitten's an awesome movie i thought it was okay it uh didn't quite have that that bite if you will. <laughs> Good one, Phil. <laughs> Thank you, you. You took one right out of my book with that one. <laughs> um, I dig it. But back to Ace Ventura. 
when <laughs> Mr. Shikadance walks up and he's like, Ventura. And he's like, yes, Satan. <laughs> I've used that before when people talk to me and they're like, yo. And I'm like, yes, Satan. I love when he uh, like coughs in his face a couple of times. He's yeah. Like, like oh. why? <laughs> like, what, what is that about? In the way he like flutters his eyes, like. <laughs> it's okay. The lawnmower revved up again. It's fine, buddy. I'm but very upset that this guy's. It adds uh, it adds some ambient sound to the podcast. Yeah, well, everybody just imagine it's a chainsaw or something, there like something go. cooler. You know what I mean? It's all good. Yeah. So uh, another part in this where he's like, uh, "What's with all the the pet food?" And he's like, "Fiber." <laughs> like fiber is just something that I say when I'm about to eat by myself. <laughs> like when I'm about to have like you know a spinach shake or like a sandwich or something like that, I'll just look at it before I bite it and go. Fiber. <laughs> Did you notice the collection of uh, palm leaves that Ace has acquired from like doing that same move? Like when he throws down the the leaf after he walks past his window, there's like a stack of them. No, I did not notice that. So it's just something that I guess he does all the time. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Excellent. And did you know, or did you notice what movie Mr. Shikadance was watching? No, I didn't. According to IMDb, Stay Tuned. He's watching Stay Tuned? Yeah. I didn't even notice Shika Dance was watching a movie. Yeah. There's little things that flash. I, I just miss. I don't know what it is. Yeah, it's kind of weird though, right? Because we're... Lineup announcement. Uh, we're we're going to bust out three episodes in a row. We got this one. Two weeks from now, we got nothing but trouble. Thank God. Oh and, man, yeah. <laughs> You've been waiting for this your whole Dude, life. You, you fucked up the other night. We were eating dinner. You're like, uh, maybe we should do like, I don't know, nothing but trouble or something. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> what? I was like, oh yeah, you know I'm down. Like, we're doing it. We're doing it. Like, nope. <laughs> can't go back now. We're yeah, doing it. Yeah, it's like uh you can't you can't say go outside around the dog and then it just starts freaking out. You know exactly. I mean? That's it's, the it's, same look I had on my yeah, face. It was like, what? What yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we're doing nothing but trouble as a VH snacking. Even and though we have discussed it on my podcast, The Spook House, before, but I feel like I w- always wanted to get another crack at it, because, I don't know. It, you can never have enough cracks at, at Nothing But Trouble. I mean, trouble. dude, you can wake me up out of a dead sleep at three in the morning and be like, hey, do you want to talk about Nothing But Trouble right now? I'll be like, yeah, let's do it. Like, let's go. Yeah, I mean, so, I, know, I know you're good for it. And, and then we're going to do Stay Tuned. Stay Tuned. Yeah, and I think Virgil from Mahoning Drive-In wants to join us if he can. I hope so. Yeah, I hope so, and too. And I've never seen Stay Tuned. So. Yeah, so I'm excited for you to watch that one. It is a fantastic movie. Super fun. John Ritter is awesome in it. Um, really, really good one. Really excited to dive in on that with you. So, other things. When Shika Dance walks in, he's like, go ahead, snoop around. It's just so good. I don't know. I mean, there's just so many good moments in here. Okay. And, when they're in the sorry, the reason yeah. that he jiggles his keys a few times. Oh yeah, so the animals scurry. Yeah, he's trained them to scurry on the three jingles. That's pretty cool. It's super cool. This little I mean, eight ball keychain. He's got a, I mean, He's a stylish guy. <laughs> you know, he's a stylish guy. And uh, so when they're in, when they're when Courtney Cox and. Uh, Predactor or whatever about to lose their job. Roger Predactor. <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, uh, Snowflake's been stolen. 
the the lead chairman guy or whatever. Oh, he's yeah. like, he's like, filet and fast food, and I don't care. Shit, Roger, you've been doing this a long time. <laughs> you know how superstitious these players are. He like grabs his rabbit foot and like hides it. I got a quarterback that hasn't watched his jock strap in five years because he thinks flies are lucky. Exactly. <laughs> but when he's like filet and fast food, it excellent. Can you imagine dolphin burgers? Ugh. Yeah, that guy really. Uh, he really swung for the fences for those lines, but yeah, I mean, did a good job. when you only get like five lines, you got to take it to the limit. Yeah, you know what I mean. And he did it, so kudos to that guy. Um, here's another one that's resounded through my household throughout the years and throughout my friends: the like a glove. I yeah. mean, come on. I've, I've used that one a few times. Of course. Speaking of gloves, what's up with all the isotoner stuff in this movie? I don't know the gloves. Well, didn't Dan Marino actually plug was, isotoners? That that must be what it's from. Like, maybe he had an endorsement at the time. Yeah, because Finkel had all of the ripped up isotoners and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So he had to have some sort of isotoner thing going on at the time. Yeah. Makes sense. Maybe we're wrong. I'll take it. Yeah. Well, that's fine. And, okay. When Jim Carrey is talking with his ass inside <laughs> of the police department... With Tone Loke. Tone Loke. I mean, first of all, Tone Loke, yes. Okay? But also... Hey, come on, Ace. I told you, I don't know. <laughs> Ace is in the house. To hit. Have you seen that video? No, have you? I watched it today. I is mean, it, it plays at the end of this movie when the credits roll, but it's yeah. Tone Loke rapping, and Ace Ventura's in the video, too. Like, he's... Mm-hmm. He makes know, sense. Not just scenes of the movie, but, you know... I guess he dressed up his ace again to help out his buddy, Tom Loke. Okay. So, when he's ass-talking... Yeah. It's excellent. (laughs) It's disgusting. We've all done it before, right? After, inspired directly by this movie, when he's like, Excuse me! Do you have a mint? (laughs) Afraid I'll make a stink. (laughs) Perhaps some banaka? (laughs) Hey, that's the... (laughs) Do you have a mint or perhaps banaka? Perhaps some banaka? It's uh Hey, that's the uh second movie in ninety four where Jim Carrey uses banaka. He also does in uh Dumb and Dumber. He always he, sprays it to the I wonder how much stock for banaka went up that time. That, that I time. mean, I had never heard the word banaka until these movies. So I knew what it was. Yeah. Does banaka still exist? I looked this up, uh, yeah, but, you know, they're not as prominent. Like, I don't see Banaka, like, next to the Mentos and stuff like that. Yeah, you don't. And I I read, I don't know if this is accurate, but that stuff is, like, 43% alcohol. Really? <laughs> yeah, that's that might not be correct, or at least, like, some of the earlier versions of it. So, you, yeah, you know, I've heard that, too, because I heard if you use Banaka... Before you take like a breathalyzer, you'll fail it. Oh. Because it has so much alcohol in it. Like if you use too much of it. That might be an urban legend. Do you think dudes were just like, or kids in high school were just like drinking banaca or spraying it in their mouth so much? Probably. You could probably catch a good buzz from it. I mean, at 43% alcohol? Yeah. That's like, you know, hard liquor. It's like 40 proof, right? Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. Like a shot of tequila or something. Mint tequila. But I know you want to talk about this. Everybody does. 
what? <laughs> Cannibal Corpse. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. So you sent me a clip last night. Dude. The, I want you to talk about this. The deleted scene for this scene is, nice wordplay, is uh, incredible. I mean, I wish they had kept this in, but at one point, the two goons that work for Einhorn are chasing Jim through the club. So he stage dives to get away from him and ends up on stage and just starts singing for Cannibal Corpse. Which like, is pretty sick. Like he's doing death metal growls and flopping around on stage. And it's so fucking funny. Dude. Yeah. Doing like a, you know, a classic Jim Carrey kind of move dance and headbanging super fast. It's so good. It makes me VH sad that they removed this scene because like, <sighs> That scene is incredible. So please look up the deleted scene from Ace Ventura with Cannibal Corpse. Yeah. I mean, it's the funniest thing. Maybe it's just because I discovered it like earlier this year. I was like, holy shit, where was this? Because I just laughed so hard when I saw it. But I think it's the funniest moment in the entire movie. It's really good. You know, and this kind of bothers me a little bit. Probably doesn't bother anybody else. But Cannibal Corpse is credited as the thrash band. Yeah. Thrasher band, thrasher band, cannibal corpses. Oh, they, yeah. Oh man. Really? I saw it today. Yeah. In the credits, I saw the thrasher band. I just gave up reading. I was just like, what's going on? (laughs) But yeah, that part rules obviously. And speaking of that scene, I've heard a lot of bands say that like this movie was their first exposure to death metal. And yeah. I mean, it makes sense because yeah. where else are you going to hear this type of music? You know, if you're living in wherever. Yeah. You don't really have a lot of like exposure or accessibility. Yeah. So, I mean, Ace Ventura bringing death metal to your, to your TV is pretty sick. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Okay. How about that guy that works in the club? The, the mad scientist guy. Oh yeah. Come on, Ace. I thought you had a challenge for me. <laughs> He's got, is he wearing two glasses? Like, I love yeah, people that wear is. two glasses, dude. That's so cool. He's throwing another, I'm the richest man in the universe party. Oh, I'd like to go one of those. <laughs> Sounds cool. And he he calls Ace when he walks in. He says, hey, St. Francis. St. Francis is the patron saint of animals. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's a nice little tidbit. Nice, nice little tidbit. Here's something that bothered me. When he goes to the door... To talk to St. Francis. Yes. He's like, what's password? He's like, New England clam chowder. He's like, is that the red or the white? And he's like, damn it. I can never remember that. Mm-hmm. And he says white. He lets him in. Now, let me ask you something. Have I ever heard of red? New England clam chowder? That's Manhattan clam chowder. Right? <clears throat> or is that just me? I have no idea. I've never eaten a lot of clam chowder. Oh, that's right. It sounds gross. No, it's delicious. I mean, even before I ate meat and stuff, uh, yeah, just I'm, I'm I'm no expert. So, what is Manhattan? What's the difference? It's like red. It's more. To, it, <laughs> it, it, <laughs> it's red. I don't. I don't. Why know. is it red? Because it's like tomato based. Ugh. Like instead Ugh. of like a white cream sauce, it's like right. tomato based. I think. I mean, Manhattan clam chowder is pales in comparison to New England clam chowder. I mean, a good bowl of New England clam chowder will bring you from, back from the grave. Okay? It is that good. Sounds like it'll bring you to the toilet. It might. I mean, <laughs> yeah. you know, I mean, most everything does, but I, I, you know, it's very good. That kind of bothered me that they said the red or the white and hmm. 
you know, I always thought that New England clam chowder was white and Manhattan clam chowder was red. Well, now we're both learning a little something. That's, yeah. That's interesting. I wonder how many VH snackers out there are just screaming at the at their device right now or their radio being like, no, that's not, that's, that's what it is. <laughs> but the password is white New England clam chowder if you need to get in there. Okay. Now the party scene is just monstrously funny. I'll leave it at that because I'm sure you have some moments inside of there. Once, I do. One small moment inside of that that I love is when he's, you know, just like being an ass walking through that place and he walks by the violin player and he like yanks his arm dude yeah i love that That was an improvised moment yeah i mean nailed it amazing so when ace goes into the bathroom and this is a very small thing and i don't know if anybody else will care except for me but i noticed this today when he goes into the bathroom and he like walks past that one guy that's walking out the towel falls off the back of the door really Hmm. It's very slight and you wouldn't notice it if you're looking for it, but like you would think that they want to reshoot that because like, oh, the towel fell off the door, but they didn't. They just left it in there. It just fell on its own. The towel, like as they're closing the door, the towel falls off of the door, the back of the door. Did not notice that. I mean, who would except for me? You know what I mean? <laughs> but I just want to point that out. Hopefully next time somebody watches like, oh yeah, the towel does fall off the door. That's why I love doing these podcasts with you. You always pick up the most minor detailed stuff it's total weirdness but so i love the monologue where he's like super upset because he feels like he's failing and he's hanging out with courtney cox in the backyard drinking a little drinky drink Mm -hmm. he's like what do you feed your dog yeah he's miserable he's miserable (laughs) (laughs) he's like yeah and you're ugly (laughs) just love that exchange um but he does show a, uh, it's one of the only times in this movie where you see Jim Carrey drop the ace character when he walks back yeah. into the house after he realizes he upset her. He's like, look, Melissa, I... it's like just a split second. That is really true because he is in character the entire time. And he has to be like, quote unquote, a real person at some point, right? Where yeah. he's not, he's not like a living persona. Mm-hmm. I feel like they should have let that scene play out a little more or maybe there was more to it and they just decided to cut it because it would have added a little dynamic to his character yeah i agree because like you said there isn't much else like it's it's usually just a rollick you know just him you know getting laughs the whole time Mm -hmm. so but i think that little bit does help you know make him not a complete cartoon character yeah you know what i mean um that's when you found out roger predactor was dead Yeah, I mean, um, I have exercised the demons. Yes, classic. Yeah, that whole classic. speech yeah. was great. That whole scene. That whole Can scene. you feel it? Oh. Uh, <laughs> Can you feel it? By the way, I went to high school with a guy named Roger. And we used to always call him Roger Predactor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you ever just think about those kids that just like have unfortunate names or like just had the wrong name at the wrong time or something like Roger. Yeah. But I think it was only a handful of us that said that to him because who the hell else is going to call him this minor character in this comedy movie? You know, it wasn't you know. like he was going down the hall and everybody's like, Hey, Roger Predactor, Why'd you fall off the building? <laughs> Stop calling me that man. <laughs> it's not my name. I'm in psychoville. And Finkel's the mayor. Oh, yeah. So good. <laughs> that whole house scene. And I just don't want to steal everything. 
Oh, One, no, I, I didn't have anything from that. Okay. If you want to expand upon anything. Did you see the deleted scene leading up to the house scene where he goes to Finkel's parents? Well, Finkel's house is the parents' house. Yes. That's what I mean, yeah. Yeah, did you see, like, there was a deleted scene um, where he stops at, like, this bar. No. Like, this rundown, depressing kind of biker bar. He's like, I'm looking for Ray Finkel. And everybody, like hates Ray Finkel in that town so they like threaten to kick his ass and like break a bottle and they're like Finkel cost me thousands of dollars on that game and it, uh, it feels familiar so maybe I've seen it but it, I don't remember it um after watching it I was like yeah I see why they cut that out there is a kind of a funny moment this guy breaks a bottle puts it up to Ace he pulls out I guess a glass eyeball that he's wearing and breaks it and like threatens him with it. It's, it's wait, bizarre. he has a glass eye. Apparently, he pulls a piece of glass out of his eye. It's like a, I don't know. You have to watch. I, it, I have dude. to watch. It sounds a little weird. Yeah, it is weird, and it. Uh, I I see why they removed it. Yeah, I mean, okay. One more thing. When they go, obviously, the when they go to the mental institution. Yeah. Yeah, and. Dude, when he slams his face into that bench at halftime, like he must have just slammed his face into the bench. Or they're obviously using some kind of foley or like sound effect, but like holy shit, that yeah, hurt. He, he really slams it down. Yeah, I mean, I'm just watching it. Today. I was like, damn, like that's that just had to hurt, dude. You yeah. know what I mean? So I'm open. I'm open. <laughs> dude, that part over here. That part used to kill me when I was a kid. I thought it was so fucking funny. That and the... Uh, I think one of the best examples of his talent is the... Uh, Let's see that in an instant replay. Oh, I mean, yeah. that to be able to pull that off, you know, physically and visually and, you know... And in one take. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure they took multiple takes of it. But that's a that's just one shot, as far as I can tell. Mm-hmm. So I mean, yeah, he's a comedic genius without doubt. And then uh, what else? What? Mm, oh, see. while I'm thinking about that scene, yeah, do it. The doctor that's showing Courtney Cox around. He was in Ghostbusters. He was yeah. the mayor. Yep. And so was Ray Finkel's mom. She's oh, the she was the librarian in the first Ghostbusters. Yeah. So couple of ghostbusters connections there that's cool yeah. yeah that both of them are pretty prolific actors so i've seen them in a bunch of stuff i can't think of any off the top of my head but their faces are like very recognizable so but yeah that's cool they were both in ghostbusters i wanted to ask you dan marino yeah he's been in some other stuff has he yeah one thing that i think you'd be particularly interested in nothing but trouble no. no. <laughs> <laughs> See, look, you just go. That was like such a reach. Like, you yeah, know he's know. not in nothing with trouble. But I love you for it. Yeah. He's in uh, the Hootie and the Blowfish video for I Only Want to Be With You. Oh, shit. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. So it was like every other 90s athlete ever. Yeah. Including like Muggsy Bogues and countless mm-hmm. others mm-hmm. hey good song yeah i just want to put it out there that i thought you would love it because we had a debate over pizza about how good this song really is yes i even got the bartender involved i said hey help us settle a debate 
I only want to be with you by Hootie and the Blowfish. I say good song. He says pass. Or what was it? I mean, I'm just, it's, no. And she was like, that's a good song. I'm like, yeah, it is. Look, I'm not saying it's not a quote unquote good song, but I probably heard that song about 5,000 times too much. And we didn't tell it. Tell it. This is another part of that story. We, when we were at that, that pizza place mm-hmm. sitting at the bar, the dude next to us was eavesdropping a little bit. And he's like, oh, yeah, I uh, pushed Darius Rucker after a show one time. Yeah, he went on to this whole story about how Darius Rucker was drunk and... Mm-hmm. I don't know. I couldn't tell if he was like bullshitting in a way or he was like, yeah, did you say I punched him or pushed him? I think he said pushed him. Yeah. I I don't know. It was interesting. So VH Snackers, I only want to be with you. Good song or bad song? Are you team Phil or team Josh? I want to go with Sepultura and say no fucking Hootie and the Blowfish. Okay. Like I'm just not. I just, I mean, I look. Sepultura said that? I think it's Sepultura or Soulfly or one of the bands, but like one of their lyrics, like, no fucking hootie and the blowfish. Oh my God. I think you're right. Absolutely. I want to say that was a Soulfly song. I think it's a Soulfly song. Wow. That's pretty cringe. Even though I do like Soulfly and Sepultura, you can like everything. I have no shame of what I like. I mean, you're telling me that Soulfly is cringe and you're sitting here talking about hooting the blowfish, dude? I didn't say Soul. I mean, that's a pretty cringy line <laughs> i mean let's be real no hootie you're the blowfish like what why are you saying that because he doesn't want to be with you <laughs> he doesn't i mean i don't know um but that's it dan marino is in a couple other things i think he's in bad boys too and he's in a couple other things but uh what would you do if the song i put at the end of this episode was i only want to be with you i mean i have no control I yeah. mean, I would respect it. I won't do that. But are you going to put the Soulfly song or you got to put Aces in the house? Yeah, I was thinking the Tone Look. Tone Look song is excellent. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, that's uh maybe I'll remix it too. Oh, re Ooh. Mix it up a little bit? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um All right, what's another moment, Josh? I thought that you know, the fight at the end with Finkel and Einhorn and an ace. I mean, that whole fight is amazing. And especially when he grabs her and he gives her a noogie. Yeah. And she's like, ah, like she screams, like yells. Did you know when, um, when he swings that giant anchor and it hits the two bad guys in the mm-hmm. head, mm-hmm. they were supposed to be decapitated, but they decided to cut that out. I mean, a decapitation out of nowhere in this movie would be pretty brutal. Yeah. Because there's no other real violence. Right? I mean, maybe you could have done like a cartoonish decapitation, such as like killer clowns from outer space or something like that. It's not like Mm -hmm. a gory, but yeah, I mean, it would have been unnecessary, I guess. Did they film it? I'm not sure. I want to say that was like in the original script. I don't know if they filmed it or not. Hmm. I don't know. I think Ace Ventura could have used a decapitation. Yeah, I wouldn't have been mad at it. I would have taken it. This movie does have like some darker tones in it. Yeah, it would have been ahead of its time. Like at the uh, 
at Finkel's parents' house when he's up in the attic. Like, I remember that part sort of when I was a kid. It I wouldn't say scared me, but it was like, ooh, this is different. It felt grim. Yeah, grim. Good good word for and it. And the entire scene at the house, like this movie is paced so well. I don't think there's one like dull moment in this movie. Even the stuff where they have to build the romance between uh, Melissa and Ace a little bit, like it's still funny because he's just constantly like making faces or just making sounds or like even he doesn't even need like nonverbals are hilarious from him. So she said that she had a little crush on Jim Carrey during this movie. Who didn't? <laughs> I have a little crush on Jim Carrey in this movie. He's awesome. I mean, he is, he is a handsome guy, you know, mm-hmm. so very, very charismatic. So he's got I'm a nice body. Is, we saw his butt. So what I'm saying is, is like, I want a piece of that. <laughs> I'm throwing it out there. What other movies do you get to see Jim Carrey's butt? You do see his butt. You see pretty much everything. He has to be really naked in that scene. Oh, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Boy, I wish. Oh, boy. I hope. Yeah. You know what I mean? Hop in that shower. Is this all... <laughs> That was a pretty dingy looking shower. I don't know. His whole apartment's pretty dingy, yeah. dude. Is I this mean, the only movie where Jim Carrey shows his ass? It has to be. Maybe? I feel like anything after this, he was like too popular. You know? Ain't nothing wrong with showing a little butt. Yeah. But maybe 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 it was just maybe it's too, it was just too expensive. Maybe the ass the ass shot became too expensive for all filmmakers moving forward. You know? Yeah, I love how we're, we're debating this right now. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. I mean, Courtney Cox definitely should have had a crush on him. He's awesome. I mean, he's the king of the world at the time, pretty much. So, I mean. Speaking of Courtney Cox, um, is she a little flat in this movie, too? Mm, I mean, I, I think kinda, she's understated. I think so. But I don't know. Like, how much opportunity do you get with being a flat level, <clears throat> like, I mean, she's the level thinker in all of this, right? Like yeah, she's the like, one trying to rein him in all the time, and she's kind of like raining on his parade all the time. Yeah, like that's her character, and yeah. those are the lines that you know that's what she's supposed to do. But like her delivery, and there's just some scenes where I would watch her, and I'm like, ah, little, just not really buying it. I mean, I just don't think she's an amazing actress in general. I've just never been a big fan of Courtney Cox, even in the screen movies. Here comes the hate mail. Sorry. <laughs> just kidding, <laughs> just dude. Saying. No, I'll agree. I mean, I, I don't think that her uh, performance is dull. Outstanding. I don't think her performance is outstanding in this movie. It's not awful either. No. I mean, I think she it's serviceable is how I would call it. Yeah. It was originally going to go to um, her name escapes me. Mary from Dumb and Dumber. Really? Yeah. Lauren Holly, I mm-hmm. think. Well, didn't Jim Carrey and Lauren Holly have like an actual relationship for yeah, a while? Yeah, after Dumb and Dumber, they dated for a few years. Mm-hmm. So, well, what about you? What moments you got, buddy? Oh, man. Almost forgot. Okay. Uh, text Is that on a receipt? Did you write that on a... It's a, it's a little piece of paper. That's all I had. <laughs> <laughs> Conserve paper. I like it. There's a paper shortage right now. Um, text Cobb. I mean, he's like, that's a lovely dog. Mind if I pet it? I don't give a rat's ass. (laughs) Get away from the door. (laughs) 
when he's eating the uh, sunflower seeds while watching the snowflake video. Yeah. She's like, ashtray? No, thank you. It's a disgusting habit. <laughs> he's got like sunflower <laughs> seeds all stuck in his teeth and <laughs> Gross. Um, dude, this moment used to kill me as a kid. Okay. The fish tank scene, um, or the shark tank scene. Yeah. I mean, the facial expressions that he does when the shark pops up are just so good. It's such a Jaws thing, too. Like, it looks just like the, the Jaws emerge. So, yeah, to me. Yeah, hey, that was another moment when I was a kid. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, it's kind of scary, dude. Yeah. That's not Snowflake. <laughs> That's not Snowflake. <laughs> so... I know there's some kind of movie magic going on and there's something under the water, but like the way he goes right. back and forth and everything is it's because that's terrifying in Jaws when you see that, mm-hmm. but it's kind of hilarious when you see it here. And it's funny how like that vibe can just change. You know what I mean? Just interesting. So that would make a good Halloween costume. What? Like after he's, Oh shit. He's up, all shredded up and wet. Just yeah. walk into a party with a pocket full of water on your chest. Just pop in the pocket. <laughs> That's a great spot right there where he pops all the water out of the pocket. Yeah. Good yeah. moment. Yeah. Um, we already talked about Cannibal Corpse. So I did notice in this movie, I think the best Ace moments work when he's mingling with the public mm-hmm. as opposed to the, uh, I don't know, a lot of the like the Einhorn stuff, the, the main story kind of bores me a bit. And I found that the last... I'd say like the last 15 minutes sort of drop off a bit for me. Really? A little bit. Like once they get to the uh, the warehouse and. I think Sean Young's awesome in this movie. Like yeah, I love great. her character. Like I think that like she doesn't get, she doesn't really doesn't get that much screen time. She does, but like, I don't know. She's just good at playing that character, dude. Yeah, she is. But upon rewatching this, twice in the last 48 hours i was like yeah the last 10 minutes it's got some funny moments here and there but overall man that's really on there yeah yeah i mean it's not bad but i don't know yeah um nice little foreshadowing moment when they're at the crime scene and the dog barks at einhorn Mm -hmm. it's true dogs can sense evil I like the the lady across the hall. She's like, I heard a scream. <laughs> this lady said she heard a scream from inside this apartment. Is that right, ma'am? That's right. <laughs> and you, sir, said you had to open the door when you came in. That's right. You were certain <laughs> you had to open that door. Yes, I'm certain. <laughs> yeah, that whole scene is great. Um, Oh, who the hell is that? He walks over to yeah. puts his finger like right up this tiny head. That. Who, Who the hell is that? Yeah, we kind of talked about the, the Finkel's parents and stuff, but when he knocks on the door, I'm looking for Ray Finkel and a clean pair of shorts. Excellent line. I'm really glad that you, you brought that up because I feel like that one slips by people a little bit because it's so like casually and coolly delivered. Mm-hmm. But man, just a great, great scene. Yeah. I've uh I've I've quoted that one a few times. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's a good I one. I feel like, yeah. Eating an entire stick of big red. I mean The entire pack? Is it big red? Yeah, entire stick of big red. Yeah. Do you remember when people used to lick the big red thing and then stick it on their forehead and see how long they could last? 
No. So like if you're chewing Big Red and you yeah. it, it used to be in high school, it was a Big Red challenge. You would like <laughs> lick the the wrapper and then stick it to your forehead and see if you could leave it there like because it would just burn. You know what I mean? Oh, because of like the because of the yeah the cinnamon. Oh shit! No, yeah. I've never. So if you lick if you lick the wrapper, dude, and you stick it to your forehead, like it'll burn. And you know, I mean, it, will it like severely burn? Like, will nah. It I mean, red? you're putting it in your mouth. Like it's it's just like it's just different on skin than it is the the you know the skin in your mouth. So it's I mean it's I've never heard of it's that. like chewing tinfoil or whatever. Like it just hurts a little bit. Right. Yeah. Did you ever make um like fake grills out of tinfoil? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and then, you know, like I said, you chew it a little bit. And you're like, this has to come out of, out of out of my teeth right now. So, yeah, yeah it's not good. <laughs> oh, VH Snackers, have you ever done the Big Red Challenge? Yeah. Does anybody know I, what the hell I'm talking dude, about? this is news to me. I've never heard of this Big Red Challenge. I guess we were pretty bored in high school in New Jersey, so. Um, when he hides in the box at the Shady Acres place. <laughs> this kills me every time. And how about those two janitors, like, Having this intense verbal argument. Yeah, you only see one of them. Yeah, he's about to go into the room. He's like, let me do my damn job, man. Blah, blah, blah. He's like, what the fuck are these dudes talking about? He's like, you take so many smoke breaks and breaks. He's like, I know what I'm doing. And then, you know, yeah. That's just about all my funny moments. Sure, I'm missing some. But I did notice this. At the end of this movie and Dumb and Dumber, they both have held at gunpoint, tied up scenes. Oh. And they even have like that moment like, kill him. No, kill him. No, that's true. Wow, I didn't think about that. Yeah. Damn. And I feel like in Dumb and Dumber, don't they like call each other names back and forth? Like Dan Marino and Ace were doing? They were like, Jock. Yeah, I think they do. You think that's a callback? It has to be. I mean, that's a really good observation. Yeah. Great one, Phil. I, I don't know enough about the mask. To uh, say if there's a held at gunpoint tied up moment. I couldn't get to the end of it. Damn. I, I just. It'd look, be like that. It'd be I mean, like that. Dude, I tried listen. to rewatch it like, I don't know, a year ago. And I made it like 20 minutes. I was like, yeah, I'm going to watch something else. I mean, just, it, it just didn't grab me. You mm-hmm. know, I think I can't really remember anything past like. like the first 20, 30 minutes or something. Like maybe I'm just not giving it enough attention. If somebody writes in and they're like, like, yo, dudes, you're, you're wrong. You need to watch The Mask again. I will watch it again, VH Snackers, just for you. I need to know the truth. And I'll do the same because I feel like I've never given it a fair shot. Yeah. But but I remember The Mask being everywhere. Yeah. The uh, somebody stop me. That oh, really yeah. never caught on. I feel like some kids tried to say it. Oh, kids were definitely into it. Have have no illusion that people were really into the mask. But I mean, because I remember the McDonald's toys. I remember like the action figures. And it was a comic book, right? Comic book, cartoon. Like it was it was full on. There was an Ace Ventura cartoon. There was an Ace Ventura cartoon, which has an excellent Christmas episode on VHS. Ooh. Yeah. All right. Check that out. I've never watched a cartoon. It's pretty cool. It's fun. Hey, did you ever see Ace Ventura 3? Kid Detective? Are you joking? Dude, you've never seen this? No, have you? You've I've seen watched clips it? of it out oh, okay. of just morbid curiosity and oof. It's is it, bad. Is it made for TV? Or is it direct to DVD or something? Yeah. 
Yeah. What year was it? Like 2000 something, I think. Wow. I mean, it's really bad. Wow. <laughs> we'll watch some clips later. Okay. Um, Ray Finkel was kind of based off of uh, Buffalo Bills kicker, Scott Norwood. Really? Because I'm pretty sure it's the first time the Bills went to the Super Bowl. Uh, missed the game-winning field goal. Mm-hmm. The laces were turned slightly to the right, which uh, caused him to kick it wide right. Oh, you know I kick field goals, and I can I attest. Know you do. I can attest to this. Kicking the laces will shank it because it catches on your foot. Right, but apparently the uh, guy that places the ball, um, placeholder, placeholder. Had the laces slightly turned to the right. Yeah. Will that cause that much aerodynamic change? It can. I mean, the laces should be out. Right. I mean, like, as Ray Finkel said, laces out. <laughs> I mean, that's the way you're going to get the cleanest hit on the ball. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, if you're kicking the laces, like, the, it's going to, like, it's going to snag on your foot and things like that. Sure. Yeah, but, I mean... I don't know. It's debatable. I mean, I've seen kickers, you know, kick balls, like uh, kick nice field goals with like, you know, on the laces and stuff like that. It really depends. It's like, you know. Yeah, you uh, you kick a lot of footballs. I do, it's dude. Something that you enjoy. It's a hobby of mine. Would you uh, take the lowest Einhorn challenge and try to kick it in high heels? <laughs> she really does nail that thing, huh? Yeah. If you can find me a high heel that will fit me, I'll do it for you. We'll film it. Big high hills. Yeah, I mean, a size twelve, baby. Um, yeah. Apparently, the uh, the kicker for the Dolphins at the time came in and filmed that. They filmed like multiple takes kicking it through that hole in the roof. Yeah, and said he nailed it like every time. I mean, he's a professional kicker. Yeah. Who was the kicker at the time? Ninety three. Don't know. Hmm. You're the football guy. I know I should. I, I mean, I wasn't really into the Dolphins, but I was really. I'm really into the Eagles, and they play the Eagles in the Super Bowl. That's right. In this, yeah, the Eagles get a lot of love in in film, you know, because uh, in this movie they're 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 the opposite team. There's the uh, the movie with Tony Danza, the garbage picking, field goal kicking Philadelphia phenomenon. Do you remember that one? I don't. Yeah, it's uh, about the Eagle. The Eagles are the team in it. And it's a Super Bowl, Charlie Brown. Eagles are one of the teams featured. Oh, shit. They're all over cinema. It's cool. All right. Very it's nice cool. to see. Yeah. Um, and those are all my moments, Josh. Really? Yeah. I think okay. So. That's I'm... awesome. I mean, I think I, I <laughs> there's just so many of this movie just rocks, dude. It's so good. I mean, the only thing. I mean, I'm sure there's plenty more that I'm missing. I know there are. No, I mean, like, it doesn't. I mean, the, there's so much in here. This whole movie, like I said, is just one perpetual good time. There yeah. isn't really a moment in this. Like, you said it slows down for you a little bit, and I guess I can understand that. But for me, I'm having a great time the whole time on this movie. Like, it is just so good. It also makes me work up a hunger. Yeah, I was about to say. Um, you feeling VH snacky right now? I am feeling kind of snacky. It is your snack duty, and I'm very curious to see what you uh, what you've cooked up for me. Well, there's a lot of food in this. As I was watching, I was like, "Ooh, what's he gonna do?" Like, uh, 
there's uh, the pate. Yeah, because you can eat that. Wait, what is pate? Pate, pate is goose liver, isn't it? Ugh, really? I'm pretty sure. I don't know. I may be making that up. I think it's goose liver. How's everyone feeling this evening? <laughs> <laughs> very well, thank you. Very, very well, thank you. Can we say Udo Kier oh, is, yeah. is Udo, amazing? Like, yeah. I mean, come on. I If you're a genre fan, you know this guy, and yeah. he absolutely rules. And he's just utterly charming on screen and he doesn't have to do much because he's menacing without saying a word right yeah. like he looks like a bad guy yeah you know what i mean and he's always played that part very well but it's awesome to see him in this movie um tom ace <laughs> <laughs> nice to meet you this is ace tom ace he's a lawyer yeah but yeah, so there was a lot of food. Could have done pate. You can't eat that. Um, Who would want to eat goose liver? That's just... I mean, the same people that want to eat fish eggs and snails. Yeah. Anyways. I mean, it's to each their own. I mean, that's awesome if you have that kind of palate. Sure. You know? Sure. But you know what, man? As he leans forward on the couch. I, re- I really, <laughs> really... I feel like you're about to drop a bomb on me. No, Let's hear it. I am Let's about to it. drop a bomb because I made football cookies. Hey. Laces out. Come All on, right. man. I've always wanted to make these football cookies. And when I see these football cookies in the, in the movie, it makes me want football cookies. So, I mean, like, just imagine, you know, you're, you're watching Ace Ventura. And mm-hmm. as he says, oh, they're little footballs. <laughs> you're biting you into a peanut butter football cookie. Hell yes. Yeah, and their lace is out. So, a simple cookie. I hope it's a touchdown for you. I didn't think I had to call an audible, so I'm going long. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going for the for the classic. No, man, I'm... Yeah. I, I figured you were going to do the football cookies, and I'm not mad at it. I, I, too, have always wanted these football cookies. Yeah. I was walking through a mall once, and there was a kiosk that, sell, that sold uh, dog treats. Yeah. And they had little football dog treats and i said to my friend what do you know they're a little football <laughs> and i was jealous because i couldn't eat them because they were dog treats or maybe i should have eaten them every single time somebody brings up somebody eating dog treats my mom if she's around she has to say josh used to eat dog treats when he was a kid and i <laughs> ate them once maybe twice because i thought they were slim jims uh-huh and they're in my uh my my uh, aunt's cabinet uh-huh. and I ate like three or four of them and I was eating them and I was like, these Slim Jims taste funny. <laughs> and my aunt's like, those are dog treats, honey. Don't eat those. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> now everybody knows. Well, it's probably the same thing. It, it's, it's just marketing. It's just a little, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm fine. Obviously. All right, man. Well, uh, I am very excited to try these. Are you open? Football. I'm open. I'm open. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, what clip? Should I link up for the? Good I people? think something from the institution, perhaps the replay and the slow mo, or anything like that. Okay, yeah, we'll uh, see what I can find. But uh, all right, guys, we're gonna go enjoy these cookies, and we'll be right back. Well, I guess I'm a little out of my league here. Einhorn, good work. Ooh. <laughs> Oh, there is just one more thing, Lieutenant. 
This woman is Roger Padactor's neighbor. She lives across the hall. She said she heard a scream. Is that right, ma'am? Right. And you said you had to open the balcony door when you keyed into the room? That's true. You're certain you had to open this door? Yeah, I'm certain. What's the point, Ventura? Only this. There's no way that neighbor could have heard Pedactor scream on the way down with that door shut. The scream she heard came from inside this apartment before he was thrown over the balcony and the murderer closed the door before he left. Yes! Yes! Oh, yeah! Can you feel that, buddy? Huh? 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 I have exercised the demons. This house is clear. Losers? Get him out of here! Losers! Let's go, Ace! Losers! Let me get hurt! And we are back! Boy, those uh, those cookies really hit the spot, Josh. It's the laces out. That's what makes them good. Yeah. Yeah. You, you nailed it, buddy. You nailed the, that field goal. Thank you. I didn't shank it. <laughs> didn't VH shank it. Is that a term? Shanking it? Yeah, you shank it. Oh, is that like going... To the right or left? Yeah, you just like shank it to the to the side. Okay. Well, you would know. It is a term. Uh, so those were homemade, you said? They were from scratch. So like what went into the process of these cookies? Well, Kara helped me. Big help. And uh, it was from scratch. We took the flour and the sugar. Flour, put, put sugar. Some, put some oats in it. Oats, you say? It's healthy. Oh, cool. Yeah. Egg, vanilla. Mm-hmm. You know how you make a peanut butter cookie? Put some peanut butter in there. Got a little, put a little bit of peanut butter in it. <laughs> yeah, because what's funny is I was watching an interview with Jim Carrey about filming Ace Ventura, and he was talking about like all the animals. Yeah. And he said his least favorite animal was the squirrel because it was so squirrely. <laughs> and they said the only way they could get it to do the one trick that it knew how to do was put it on a really long spoon with some peanut butter in it. Ooh. So I did peanut butter cookies. Did not know that. Yeah. It seems like they would be kind of hard to train. No, you know what? Squirrels like used to be pets for like small children. It was like a coming of age thing. Really? I think in the UK or somewhere uh, across the pond, hmm. you would uh, every every kid would have a pet squirrel and they'd have to train it. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, if you raise them from babies, you know, like if you if you find one that's fallen out of a nest or something and you know, you can raise it as a pet. Sure. Yeah. So, I mean, I would, I would do that. It's on the internet. You can look it up. Yeah. They're but really I'm glad cute. you like the cookies. So yeah, it, it was, it, it's good. It's good. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> well, I'm glad you enjoyed them, man. I'm there. You know, they were pretty good. I'm, I ate a bunch of them already. So yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, oh, we got to talk about a big old event coming up. Don't oh, we, Josh? We do. We're teaming up with Mahoning Drive-In Theater. On October 14th and 15th mm-hmm. for 90s Rewind. That's right. Yeah. Two days. Um, six movies. Six movies, and we are going to do the introductions. Yeah, we'll be talking in front of it, talking about it, and, and your favorite movie of all time is playing, Nothing But Trouble. Oh, my God. Yeah. So we got Drop Dead Fred. Nothing I'll probably but- be like hammered by that point, because it's the last <laughs> movie on Friday night. I might start crying. 
<laughs> oh, these movies mean so much to me. Still real to me, damn it. Still real to me, damn it. It is real. So what's the lineup for Friday? You got... Um, Drop Dead Fred. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. And Nothing But Trouble. Is it Stay Tuned? Pretty Do we sure even not even is. know our own show, dude? Pretty sure it is because I was like, oh, that's like the weird night. Like all those mm. movies are, you know, mm. kind of out there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And on Saturday, it's we, Little Monsters, dude. Oh, it's not Stay shit. Tuned. That's right. They were gonna do Stay Tuned. Right, we were, but we decided to go with Little Monsters because man, that's a big one from my heart. I love Little Monsters. You know, I've been trying to go. I've been trying to rally for Little Monsters on here for a while. That's right because I've never seen it. Gotta watch it, dude. So good. It was filmed in North Carolina, at least parts of it. Oh, cool. Yeah. So, Drop Dead Fred, Little Monsters, Nothing But Trouble, and then we got Good Burger heavyweights and angus wow on the big screen baby so i'm assuming we're gonna have like some bh snacks out there yeah we're 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 gonna put some stuff on the menu i want to do your plum tucks meatballs because those are just gotta have those yeah simple delicious gotta have them gotta have a good burger a mondo burger mondo people want the mondo burger dude because it's like as big as your head Oh, okay. It's been a been a minute since I watched Good Burger. I forgot they were like that's right. Yeah. Gotta put some marshmallows on your pizza for heavyweights. Oh yeah, man, there's so many um uh, so many snacks. There's there's yeah. a lot of each snacks that we can create for it. So we're gonna have some stuff on the gotta menu. Have some hot dogs. Yeah, lunch meat will be there, of course, me and Ted and um we're gonna have a grand old time man it's gonna be just a nostalgia avalanche so it's gonna be super awesome yeah so go ahead and get those tickets yeah go to mahoning uh, drive-in theater and lee height and pa and you can go on their website and get the tickets and we hope to vhc you there it's gonna be a radical rewind time it's gonna be awesome can't wait it's gonna be super cool man i'm really excited to do it so uh any closing thoughts on ace ventura well we gotta pick an mvp oh shit! it would be absolute blasphemy if we didn't pick the mvp for this team Ooh, well, I mean, the obvious is Jim Carrey. I mean, it's it's got to be Jim Carrey. Yeah, I mean, he Jim carries this movie. <laughs> <laughs> there's yes. a groaner. There's a groaner of the day. Yes, he does. Yes, yes. Um, I don't really think there's that much competition. I mean, who else would it be? And Courtney Cox. Yeah, I mean, I mean. Shout out Tex Cobb. I mean, hey Tex Cobb, Tone Loke, Tone Loke. Shout um, out to him, Dan Marino. You know, and, hmm. so I read a really, uh, I watched a really cool video about how the Dolphins did not want to do this movie. They like got the script two years beforehand, and they read it, and they were like, "This is really dumb. We're not going to do this." And then Jim Carrey came into a lunch with one of the the higher ups at the the Dolphins uh-huh. and Dan Marino. And Jim Carrey had lunch with Dan Marino and this other guy, and he came in full character, like costume, and he was just acting like Ace Ventura the entire time, and they totally turned it on their head, and they were like, okay, I guess we should do this movie. God, I wish I had video of that. Can you imagine? Oh, man. It was like a cartoon recreation, the video that I saw, but yeah, so Jim Carrey convinced them to do this movie by coming in in character. Speaking of his character and costume, he said that he based his character on birds. Which makes sense mm-hmm. because everything he's wearing is very colorful. The hairdo, mm-hmm. his kind of moves like a bird. Yep. So, I mean, I believe it. I mean, he's like he's 
this character is iconic in 90s comedy. I mean, you can't think of 90s comedy without thinking of Ace Ventura. I really don't think you can. Yeah. Would you ever, I know the answer to this, it's no, but would you ever want to see Jim Carrey reprise this role? Yeah, why not? Why would you say no? Well, watch Dumb and Dumber 2 and get back to it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, Some things are better left in the past. Yeah. I got to watch this Ace Ventura 3, The Kid Detective. Oh, dude. You know I'm all about it. We're going to watch some clips after this. I'm ready for some punishment. So I mean, if he did like, I don't know, some skit or something, you know, maybe he was hosting SNL or some shit. And then he brought it back for that. Yeah, that would be cool. Like just a small morsel of it. Right. I could be into that. But a full length movie? Eh, maybe not. So what's the... Is it just a golden football? What's the MVP award? Is it a golden dolphin? Oh, yeah. What is the... Uh, the? It's uh, a golden football, I it's, guess. I guess a golden football laces hey, out. Hey, you were saying the other day, you were like, I feel like we should do a you know, football season starting up, which maybe we should do something with that. And I was saying, this is kind of a football movie. This is a football movie. I yeah. mean, it, it's, on, it's in the realm. I mean, it's based around the Super Bowl. Right. Yeah, and, and a football has, team. Um, pretty much the entire roster of the Miami Dolphins at the time. Yeah. Don Shul is in it. Yeah. The coach. I guess that's going to do it for. You, get, you don't have any final thoughts? Or... Oh, shit. I mean, not really. <laughs> I didn't give my. We VH said it all. I mean, this is just a classic 90s yeah. comedy without a doubt. And it's just such a feel good movie. And he's absolutely hilarious. It, it kickstarted his career. And I mean, if you've never seen this movie, do yourself a favor. Get on the field. Hang out with Ace Ventura. Just do it. Oh, I didn't give my MVP. Who's your MVP? Cannibal Corpse. Oh my God, it's perfect. Yeah. It is Cannibal Corpse. Yeah. Let's give them the golden football. Maybe we'll uh, send them something. Yeah, it's it's a hammer smashed football cookie. Oh, That's what it is. shit. Yeah. 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 I listened to the album on the way over here. Really? Before listening to the 311. It's it's excellent. What a combo. Yeah. <laughs> cannibal Corpse. 311 and Cannibal Corpse. <laughs> yeah. That's the tour I want. Oh, I take it. <laughs> oh, I take it. Um, so what's that? Is it uh um, is it MBT next? What's that? Nothing but trouble. Oh shit. Yeah. So So I got a little cool there with the abbreviation, so. Hey, I like it MBT. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Nothing but trouble. Your snack. It is my snack. I'm I've already been kicking around some ideas. I think I mean this is my time to shine. I gotta really go for it. Yeah. I mean, this you gotta show up. You got you gotta you gotta do something that's just gonna knock my socks off. I mean, my VH socks off. I mean, no pressure. I love yeah. everything you do. I feel like I'm putting the pressure on myself, but I've got some ideas cooking around. I mean, I know that yeah, you're gonna yeah. nail it, dude. I, I know it's just it's it's gonna it's like I'm gonna take a ride on Mr. Bone Stripper. I'm just you know, <laughs> you know, I'm just ready for it. Dude, what if I made like if I if I found like um an RC roller coaster, but I like turned it into Mr. Bone Stripper. Does it shoot pickles? It could. It should. Or maybe it has like a hot hot dog attached to it and it just goes around the track. Well, it would have to be a not dog, right? A not what? <laughs> That's what I call vegetarian hot dogs, not dogs. Oh, I've never heard that. <laughs> a not dog. A not dog, yeah. 
Well, I guess it would have to be. Well, I can't wait to see what you create. And I'm excited to watch Nothing But Trouble yet again for the 5,000th time and talk about it again. And I'm sure it's going to be a total blast. So be sure to uh, tune in. And uh, until then, keep on VH snacking. Tone, put that big ass size 13 on and kick it for the homies. Tell them who's in the house.